Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome back. Final hour of In This League right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You guys can listen to us live on their app. Live on iHeartRadio. On iHeartRadio. On the radio. On the radio. A lot of cool places. And you can catch the whole show on podcast form. Just search uh, just search In This League anywhere, and you'll find it. It's got its own special artwork. It is the In This League live show, and it's even on Spotify. Our other stuff still isn't on Spotify, dude. No? This show is. We can't get our stuff. I don't know why. It's a submitted. We're not good enough for Spotify. Nope. Guess you got to be a three-hour radio show to get on Spotify. Can't be an hour podcast <laughs> that complains about Goldie. <laughs> Can't do that. Yeah, they're like, you guys eat a Carl Jr. too much. Get out of here. <laughs> no, you guys do those live mock drafts? No, you can't be here. No, 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 no. Sites taken. Sites taken. Can't sit can't your podcast sit here. here. <laughs> no, Dude, did you know? I don't know why just doing that made me think of this. Did you? Have you heard about... The, the bird is a word. No, the Forrest Gump sequel that was going to be made. Sequel? Uh-huh. I read this article earlier this week. It was, I don't remember the director now, but he was talking about he had submitted a Forrest Gump 2 story. And I guess the day that they sat in a production meeting, it was either the day they sat down in the production meeting or they had sent the script off was 9-11. Really? And, and after nine when nine eleven happened, what they decided was none of this matters. None of this matters anymore. Any of this stuff. And they just kind of gave up on it. And then what they ended up doing was just, you know, bec- because nine eleven, they moved past it, project moved along. Then it just became too far gone and they couldn't do the story anymore. You know, Haley Joel Osman got fat and, you know, older. And then I think everybody <laughs> just moved on. He turned into Al Borland. <laughs> he did. He did. He looked exactly <laughs> like Al Borland. But it's really crazy because they 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 re, um they revealed some of the the storyline stuff they were going to do. Like one thing they were going to do, like this really like big heartbreaking thing, was going to be that the uh, Haley Joel Osment, if you remember, the mom died of AIDS in the movie. Yeah, yeah. That they were going to reveal that he, that he had it. Oh kid. no, they weren't. Yeah, really? they, they were going to do that in the movie. That's a hundred percent. Yeah. And then it was going to be in the 80s, though, and then it was going to be like a whole nother 
round of, um, you know, uh, Forrest being involved in like 80s based things. They were going to do something, I think, with music. There's going to be some band involved. Like, I'm just reading this and I'm, and well, you, you know, know th- it was actually a book. Yeah. And he, um, like, he went to space in the book. Like, he was on one went of the space. Yeah. He was on, like, somehow he was, uh, you know, in a rocket somewhere and he smoked pot with the president or something in the book too. So really like there was all kinds of weird, like it was one of those things I saw on Reddit. It was like today I learned, you know, TIL uh, today I learned in the, um, you know, in the book about Forrest Gump, he went to space and smoked pot with it might have been he smoked pot with Lennon and met the president 17 more times or something ridiculous. Okay. So <laughs> sounds weird. But like, go and um, go search it at some point. Everyone, go take it because I, I was kind of fascinated. There was a few more details about, I think, some of the stuff that was going to happen in it. But it's just so far gone now. I mean, like, I still think they could do a Forrest Gump, but it would just be a very different movie. It wouldn't be that movie that they were going to do where, you know, like I said, they jumped into the eighties and eighties storylines and stuff like that. It would have to be something like modern time, you know, old Forrest Gump. But I mean, Haley. I don't know. They can't. They, they can't do that they movie can't with Haley do a Joel sequel. Osment. They just can't do a sequel of that movie. There's many things that can use a sequel, right? Like Vladimir Guerrero could use a sequel. Vladimir <laughs> Guerrero Jr. We have it. it Wait, it's yeah. here. But uh, Haley Joel Osment and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. look very similar too. <laughs> <laughs> but we can't have like. Uh, sorry, I'm getting a cough drop because I can't stop hacking. Um, but we can't have like, like Joe Dirt got a sequel. That didn't need a sequel. You know what I mean? I Yeah, I mean, I didn't see it, but that probably is part of all of it. All right. I, I mean, th- there's plenty of things that don't need a sequel, and Forrest Gump is one of them. It's perfect, but it's one of the best movies ever. Leave it alone. Yeah, I you mean, know? you're not wrong because, like, I, I'm sitting there, and, like, my lizard brain is kind of like, oh, I want another one, and that's, you know, that'd be fun and new s- stuff. But the problem ultimately would be it would have been like – um the new Star Wars, where everybody complained, where they're like, well, you just did all the old Star Wars stuff with new people. <laughs> and it's like they just would have done the same things in just the 80s. Like he would have had a bunch of wacky things. You know, he probably would have like, you know, discovered the Internet without gore. You know, they would have done like stupid stuff like that with Gump. And that probably ultimately at the <laughs> end would have been done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, excuse me. There's some people with lights on down there. That's like a web. Sleep. I would call it the World Wide Web, Al. <laughs> World Wide Web. I invented it. Man bear pick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it would have been great. But ultimately, we probably would have hated it. It probably would have. It could have been a Raz type of movie. But don't you think they could still do like they could just do one where like Forrest is old and going away type of thing? Um, No. I don't think no? they could. I think there's enough, you know. Uh, I, I think there, there's more than enough uh, uh, of things to watch. We don't need a Forrest Gump sequel. I know it's part of the reason why it's so great is because there's no antagonist, right? It, there, there's just no antagonist at all. There's nothing aggravating him in the movie. He's just a guy living his life, you know. It, it's hard to reproduce that. Movies have tried. I can't think of any specifically because they're not very good. You know, um, it was one of a kind. It was a one of a kind movie, and it, it's over with now. So no need, no need to have a sequel for that. All right. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fine. Party pooper. No sequel. No sequel. No to Forrest Gump. sequel to Forrest Gump. It doesn't need to be. You know, they just we don't need it. It's like, um, uh, like, uh, do we need like a, catchers? Uh, 
It's like catchers. We only need one. Yeah. There's no reason to have two. No, a, we really don't even need any. That's a way to put that, by the way. We really don't even need any, but if we did, we only needed one. We don't need two. It's not the I did standard. ask Brad Ziegler. I was like, uh, you know, are you required to say that catchers aren't trash because you work so closely with so many? I think he laughed so. and then answered something else. Yes. Yeah. 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 Politically, right. Yeah, very political. Um, earlier, I mentioned that we were in the baseball podcast we were doing, we got sidetracked because of Goldie. And I was about to answer this question, didn't end up getting to it, but I thought this would be a good place for it. And it was our, our boy Jag, just a guy, Jag, Jesse. Um, Jag. Known. Helped yeah, he helped us with the book. He's known in the ITO universe as Jag. And he posted a question. We, we, what we did was we posted some stuff on our Patreon, patreon.com slash ITL Army. And, you know, we give kind of those people access to certain specific things. And this was like, hey, what are some questions that you want us to throw into this draft forum episode? And, you know, he was messing with us and he said, hey, fellow pinball enthusiast. And then he went on to the question where he said, who are 2019's Bogman guys and 2019 Welsh's guys? <laughs> and I don't these are not shares. I just want to reiterate that again, because because on Monday we'll be releasing our baseball podcast and it's going to be about shares and Monday or Tuesday, whenever it is. And. That it's a great episode and it's fun because we go through predictions and we go we go through all the stuff and the things and we'll be doing that with our shares. But shares don't equate to them necessarily being our guys. Our guys are the players that we talk about that we want to own. Um, like to be fair, I to think fair. in my mind, Jermaine Marquez is a Bogman guy, but he's not. Because I think you like him, but you you aren't. No, you know what? I'm buying him. in on it now. the sh- The shtick is in. He's my guy. Okay, he so, is your guy. So he's a bo- yeah. so, okay. That's the first one. He's a Bogman guy. Yeah, he's a Bog. You know what's funny is I went to my rankings and I looked at catchers. I disrespect catchers so much. I bet. That I didn't even think about moving Salvador Perez down on my list. So <laughs> I mean, he's out for the year. Tore up. That was a long time ago. <laughs> Where'd you yeah, already? Have, you probably already had him at like two fifty. Anyway, I got him at six. So you know, it, well, two fifty overall I, though, right? Oh, overall, I have no idea. Yeah, he's probably like twelve hundred and two. So who cares? Um, I mean, do we want to go by position? But what's like, the line one here? Guy per position. Well, like let's figure out the line here because I think there's a lot of different ways. There are guys that we talk about. If you have listened to us over time. You would associate Javier Baez and Chris Bryant with me. Those are right. guys you would associate with me because those are my guys. Um, I'm trying to think of besides Billy Patrick Burns, Corbin. Bogman, who are God Patrick Corbin. It. God damn it! When can when can we let this go? When he retires. When, when he can retires, we let Billy Burns go. When he re- when he lets go of the baseball dream, we'll let it go for you too. God. <laughs> but Patrick so Corbin is a good aggravated. one for you. That's a good yes. one for you. So what's the line of being our guys? Is it the players we love so much? Is it the players we're trying to own all the shares of? Like, what do you want to go with when we answer this question? I think probably your favorite player that you would want to own. You okay. don't have to own him. But your favorite player, I think we can do one per position. Like, you know, build a team here. So okay. who is who is your, your loser catcher? Because everybody knows mine is the cheating cheater Wellington Castillo. Um, mine is Robinson Chirinos. That's definitely the Welsh guy this year. I, okay. um, I've drafted Buster Posey in a spot. I would love to get Yasmany Grandal, but I never get him. I've got another some, cheater. I've got, yeah, I've got some Danny Jansen. I, I've got a bunch of the losers at the bottom, but I would say my biggest, I, I don't know about my shares. I got to look. I'll bet you my biggest share at catcher is Torinos, and that's definitely the Welsh catcher this I year. I think he, Torinos is also my biggest shares. Yeah. 
So I, I like him too. So and I and I. But yours uh, is uh, beef. Yeah, I wait too long to take Wellington, and and he usually ends up being gone. So uh, how about first baseman, the Welsh? You because go first. I, oh, well, mine's Jesus Aguilar. Everyone knows I, I love Jesus Aguilar. I took him in almost every single uh, mock that we did. He's having a great spring. Hopefully that transfers into the regular season. I don't have a ton of shares. I got a couple. I, I am invested in Jesus Aguilar. And um, he like him and Abreu and Olsen were kind of my line of guys that I really wanted. Aguilar yeah. being obviously at the top of that. But um, now that Olsen's hurt, I mean, it just takes a guy off. I would... I would probably put Peter Alonso uh, in that, too, if I had like a secondary first baseman, because I I took him a ton in mock drafts uh, just because I didn't think he was going to spend a lot of time in the minors anyway. And um, I have some shares I've invested. So but but your pick is uh, Jesus Aguilar. All right. I, I this one's tough because I also would have said Matt Olson probably would have been the pick here. So that kind of hurts me a bit. Um, I own. The most shares, I think, of E5. That might be the guy I own the most shares of. Uh, he's not my target, but he ends up just, he just falls, and he's the guy, you know, when everybody has been taking Carpenter in the 60s, and I can't get a Brayu, and I miss out on Daniel Murphy, I end up getting E5. But if I had to pick probably the branded player, I feel like it's Miggy. I feel like, I mean, obviously, I love Goldie. I would t- Goldie might be the guy, truthfully. I mean, you tell me, Boggs. You tell me which one is mine, because... All I've wanted is Goldie in every draft we do, and I get sniped on him. So Goldie might be the player, but the the further down option is Miggy. So which one do you think is the Welsh first baseman? Mm, um, I think I own more Goldie than Miguel right now. Too. Do you really? Yeah. Well, then that I think that answers that because you have to invest at least a second round pick to get Goldie, and so. I want to. I, 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 right. I, I, I want to. I mean, uh, I have wheel. plenty of Goldie shares too, so it's going to be. Be Goldie centric for us. Okay, so, so we'll go with Goldie for mine. Though I would say Miguel Cabrera is probably um, a close pick at number uh, at number two as far as the Welsh team first baseman. All right, second base Boggs. Who is the Bogman second baseman? Well, really, it's anyone but D Gordon. But uh, <laughs> if I have to narrow it down to one player, it's uh, it's Wit. I mean, uh, I was a Whit Merrifield guy, uh, you know, kind of as he was coming up and playing well. So I told a bunch of people to grab him. I kept going, eh, this Whit Merrifield's looking pretty good. He had a good year last year, and he's had um, followed it up with leading the AL in stolen bases. I, I am definitely a cool Whit guy. Unfortunately, mine would have been Scooter. <laughs> yeah, well, Scooter's one that we both could have had. I got hit. We I both got invest in Scooter a ton. It was brutal. But I ended up getting sniped on a lot of spots. So I didn't, and I got snarped a whole bunch. I didn't own a bunch on him. Mine is, I'm going to go further down. Again, this is not to say that I don't want, I mean, I own multiple shares of Altuve. I love Wit. I don't think I've got many. I think I maybe have one share. There's some other guys in the the mid-ranges that I like. But if you want to take a player, because ironically, Boggs, this is, the I think, the number one position I've punted in my drafts this year is second base. I have punted this position more often than I've not. And if I go back and look, and I'll do this for the share show, I want to see the, uh, I might just count the, you know, quote, punt positions. And I think if, like, you only have two good outfielders of the five, that's kind of a punt if you have, you know, low f- first or, you know, corner, whatever. And I'll, I'll bet you this is the one. Because here's the guy that's a branded second baseman. It's Cattell Marte. I've got Cattell Marte <laughs> everywhere. I've got him all over the place. 
because well, he was going to be a Well, he's got a shares thing, so. But but also he's but he's a guy target. Like I said before, okay. like there are guys that I would love to get Odor. That's someone I want. Profar I think is really balanced. I like Glaber. Those are all guys, but admittedly it's not about shares, but it is target. I target Cattell Marte in every draft. If I had Whit Merrifield, I would still try to get Cattell Marte as a bench player or middle infield. So I have to say that he'd be my, he'd be the Welsh second baseman this year. My secondary guy would probably be Josh Harrison or Nico Goodrum. I've got a lot of shares. Oh, definitely uh, not Josh Harrison for sure. Uh, of those guys, that's because, a branded one. Yeah, jo- Josh Harrison is. Um, he's going to hit Josh Harrison Stan Bachman. I don't. I. I. First of all, I would never call myself a Stan anything, but uh, I get. You know what? I tell you what. Who I actually like better, and I probably have more shares of than Harrison is Jed Lowry. You know, it sucks I got that he couple. got hurt. But I love I love Jed Lowry hitting in that Mets lineup. Yeah, no, that's a good one. You know, another one you could have thrown to me was Jeff McNeil because it's a guy yeah, that's going to play a lot all, of McNeil. I love McNeil. He's a guy that you can play all over the field. And again, it's kind of just about the punt. Like I love those top guys. I just don't end up, you know, getting them. I don't end up making them a major target because there's a couple of players I'm really comfortable with. All right, so when we come back, we're gonna finish out. We're gonna go shortstop, third baseman, outfield, outfield. We'll pick three. And then we'll go starting pitcher and uh, maybe two closers. We'll pick a couple starting pitchers. So we'll finish up what the Bogman and the Welsh team look like. The Stan. You want to stand on uh, Bogman oh, and Welsh? God, come on. Yeah, the Stan team. We'll do that. And uh, we go over some other news and notes. I mean, we kind of talked about Scooter, but, you know, there's some interesting stuff with Nick Sinzel. We're still waiting on Dallas Keuchel. So we're going to get all your last little bit of draft information for the uh, Fantasy Baseball Draft Weekend coming up. So don't go anywhere. Two more segments in this league. Bogman and Welsh. Be right back. NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Would you like to manage in this league this year? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? This is a chance to manage in the big leagues. Let me think it over, will you? Scott Bogman. I got Chris Welsh. The other line about some white walls. I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later, Bogman. <laughs> Welcome back. Wow. Oh, yeah, let it roll. Uh, you make my heart sing. You make what is it? What did Randy Quaid do? You make everything. Stinky. You walk everything. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of someone who went absolutely bonkers, oh my Randy God. Quaid. What happened to him? Yeah, wasn't he like? Wasn't he like the government was after him and he was like hiding in Canada and stuff? Right. He started doing meth. So uh, when you start doing meth, the oh. government is also after you. Which they may be after you. So you know you stop doing meth. 
But well, government uh, doesn't really care. You know. too. I mean, I would say there's many cities like Chicago, New York, and L.A. that are proof the government doesn't care if people do meth. But I think they care about tax <laughs> evasion a little bit more and stuff like that. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't pay your taxes. I mean, that was a better call Saul thing. Remember, he's like, uh, what, they're going to know I'm a drug dealer? And he's like, worse, you're a tax evader. Yep. You know. <laughs> yeah, inner <laughs> cities like, would say the government cares nothing about uh, hardcore drugs and meth. No, no, they do not. But you so. don't pay your taxes, they coming for Ooh, you. Oh, yeah, we're going to find you, buddy. <laughs> They're going to try to extradite you from other countries to get their money. That's scary. Right. I'm not sure. What do you think? Is there anything scarier that could come in the mail than something that says IRS? I got a letter a while back, really? and it said IRS on it. And I S you not, dude, my heart dropped into my stomach. Was it uh, like, was it a scam or was it actually from them? It was from them, but was it, it to give you more money? No, it was just like a. It was. I think it was just like a letter telling me something. I okay. sat in my car holding what is that it? letter. You have paid your taxes. No, I don't even remember what it was. To be honest with you, it <laughs> How just. Do you it, not remember if you're so scared. No, no be, dude, because dude, I, I'm sitting there. I look at this letter. I just sat in my car for three minutes, staring at it, being like, I, I don't want to open this. this can't be good. Well, right. because I don't want to be audited. I mean, I, I don't know if anything would come up or anything like that. I'm very uh, <laughs> up to up to standard. But I'm just saying, like, I just it's terrifying. It's abs- it would be like um, it'd be like your girlfriend being like, let me look at your phone. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, you're like, you know, someone you love being like, let me look at your Internet browser history. Like, that might be the only thing scarier than that. So then I opened it up and it was like, like I said, it was nothing. So I completely forgot about it. It was just the fear and terror, the terrifyingness that followed me, that it was like it's an audit or something. The IRS is scary, man. They don't they don't mess around. Yeah, no, they do not. Randy Quaid, no. Randy Quaid is psycho now. He's crazy (laughs) now because he was evading all that stuff. And I think the only person that went nuts without doing a whole bunch of drugs was Jesse the body. The government oh, is did. after all of us. Yeah, he wouldn't do that. Us. I'm moving to Mexico. <laughs> well, where is he now? I mean, he lives in Mexico. You know what I loved was on the Joe Rogan, Alex Jones podcast. Um, oh, no. I'm not going to do it. But, oh, no, dude. <laughs> no, dude. I'm not going to do it, dude. But, like, Joe Rogan brought up Jesse Ventura, and then, like, Alex Jones got, like, offended calling, like, Jesse Ventura a crackpot. And I was like, well, this is hilarious. Like, <laughs> like there's, like, a crazy people, like, group, and there's other crazies <laughs> that look at other crazies weirdly. <laughs> uh, all these crazy people. Yeah. yeah. All right. So... We were looking at our boy Jag had asked, what's the Bogman and Welsh stand players this year? The stands. Uh, he did not say that. He did. I think he said, he said, give me the Welsh and Bogman stands. So Bogman said, uh, let's create a stands team. And we're doing that. I didn't say stands. You did. What's the team so far? Mine is Chirinos, Goldie, and Cattell Marte. What a team. My, <laughs> mine is Beef Wellington, Jesus Aguilar, and Whit. Okay. We are cool at short hit. stops now. Short stops now. Bogman? Short stops now. Who's your guy? Jose Peraza is my guy. Uh, I'm hoping that, and I and I truly think that he'll end up hitting leadoff for this team at some point. Uh, you know, I, I know we all love Jesse Winker, and he's a high OBP guy. It makes sense for him to hit leadoff, but he's having a terrible spring. If he drags that into the regular season with him, which he may not. Um, I think Peraza can get up to the top of that lineup. So, But uh, I think he can steal bases from any spot. He was a very, very high contact hitter. He's uh, going to be hitting in that lineup that got much, much better recently. Be hitting, hitting up a little bit higher with Scooter gone. Yep. If yep. he's gone. 
Yeah, he could be moving up. Well, I mean, if Scooter's gone for an extended period of time, at least, yeah. he can get higher up in that uh, batting. Uh, Where was Scooter hitting, by the way? Was he two? <laughs> um, he was four. Reds. Was Scooter he was four. four. Winker, Votto, Suarez, uh, Scooter, Puig, Shebler, Peraza, Barnhart. And they've got Kemp and Winker platooning. Yeah, you're right. So I guess he doesn't really do much of anything, I guess. Well, I mean, you could drop. Uh, Suarez and Votto to, uh, and I think this is probably what will happen. You drop uh, Suarez to four, Votto to three, and move Peraza up to two. Yeah, I see. I see where you're going with that. But <laughs> I mean, I would agree that that's probably one of the guys. And again, this is there's a couple things here because it's not necessarily a shares conversation. If you want to get to shares, I actually might be Corey Seager to be honest with you because I got some Corey Seager shares. A guy that's definitely my, I mean, Baez I don't have any shares of. Lindor, I think, could fall in that territory for me. Carlos Correa would be another one of those. But I got to go deep again because this is a player that I own a lot of shares of and I have been uh, stand on for sure, and it's Willie Adamas. Stand? Uh, I'm getting confused with the stands. Mm -hmm. Willie Adamas has been my dude. on Stan. Willie Adamas is your guy. I'm standing, I'm standing on... Willie Adamas is my stand. Can, oh, Jesus. Can we uh, stand on English? Can we do we, we that? We can. We can do that. Hopefully, I'm going to have some good players here shortly. But I'm just, I think those, it's, it's not uncommon for <laughs> further down players to be like the us guys. Yeah. What happened thing. to top tier players, the Welsh? I thought, I figured it'd be like, well, my shortstop is Trey Turner. My second baseman is Altuve. My first baseman is Goldie. The position is you so know. deep, though. I, I don't really mess around. I mean, if, if I can get Bregman or Story, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to not take those guys, but I'm pretty mixed across the board. I'm mixed with, I think I might have a share Are of Mondesi. going to be disappointed that we don't, with neither one of us said Mondesi. I mean, I think so. Mondesi. Do you own any share? I own him in a keeper league? Uh, yeah, I own him in one league. Is it a keeper? No, it's Black Book League. It's an OBP league. That's why Ooh. he fell. Oh, yeah. So. I think I wanted him in that league and you took him too, but it was like yeah. in the, like super late. All right. Uh, third baseman here, Boggs. What do you got? Who is I know who my actually you know what? I'm gonna pick my guy because you're gonna try okay. to take my guy. Go ahead. I would say my guy, oh you know what? I gotta change oh. it. I was gonna say Eugenio Suarez, but you know what? I don't think he's my branded player. My brand is Matt Chapman from the A's. Okay. I am all on Matt Chapman. This is a guy that I want to have all the shares of. Um not that he's helped in any way by Matt Olson going or anything like that. But Matt Chapman, he's like low he's just like a low key. He's not like an MVP candidate. I know he was out there. He's a good defensive guy, but his bat is just really solid. Homers, I think there's 30-plus homers in there. I wouldn't be shocked at a 100-run RBI type of thing. And uh, I'm all in on Matt Chapman. He is absolutely a Welsh-branded player. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, everyone knows what this is for me. It's Brian Anderson is absolutely my branded guy. I've taken him in, um, you know, like 11 of 15 drafts. I love Brian Anderson. He's my guy. So I, I'll I'll take a crappy one too here. I love. I mean, if we're talking realistically, it's probably to be honest a coin flip between Suarez and Anduar. I think those are the two guys. Yeah, that I, see, I thought most. you were going to take Suarez. Yeah, those guys are the two guys that I own the most. Um, yeah, definitely Suarez. It will probably be my guy. But Brian Anderson realistically is a target of mine. You don't wind up with a guy in nine leagues or whatever I have him in. I don't know my real number, to be honest. I haven't uh, counted all of them up yet. But it, it's not. I don't think it's as high as nine. 
But uh, I do own Brian Anderson. He absolutely is a target, and I think he's going to have a great year. So uh, I would, I'd probably say, you know, I would say Anderson and then Suarez as far as targets go, because he qualifies at third, so I can put him at third CI and outfield for Anderson. So I like that flexibility too. So outfield, this is where it's going to get tricky. <clears throat> we'll probably go through because we got to get three outfielders right for the brand. Uh, okay, three outfield. Okay, I got number one. This is gonna be an All easy right. one. This is absolutely my brand, Ronald Acuna. Ronald Acuna yep. is Welsh branded to a T. I've got him as my number four overall player this year in Dynasty. I think he's easily the third overall player that you're taking. He is one hundred thousand percent a Welsh branded player this year. I would own obviously by my rank. I want to own all the shares. I just haven't been put in a position to get them, which is lame and stupid. But I think I don't even know what I have. I think I have him in a keeper league. Maybe I got him one other place, so maybe I got a couple shares. But that would be my top end outfielder. Who's do you have a top end branded outfielder? Well, AJ Pollock is definitely my <laughs> hey <laughs> Stanton. Uh, you know because when when we land on uh, power versus speed or uh, you know power versus any anything, I am taking power. Uh, and Stanton has the most power of any player in the bigs. 38 homers last year in his first year in the AL. I think he can get even better this season in New York. Who did so. you say? Stanton. Stanton. Oh, okay. yeah, Giancarlo. I just completely blacked out, and I wasn't listening. So. I stand Stanton. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I like How it. How about that for dad jokes, huh? Oh. Zero shares of children. How about them Look at apples? That. Yeah. Two. Yeah. two shares. How do you like them apples? Got huh? two, two shares of the kiddos. Uh, I think I only have... I think I only have one or two shares of Stanton, though. Like, I want to get him, but I've been picking kind of high up. I've been picking around five, six, so I haven't gotten many shares of Stanton this year. But, I mean, it's definitely your brand. You've you've been Stanton for a long time, but, like, you know, Judge is very popular going over Stanton, and, and you buck that. You're, you're no, I've got Judge. I've got Judge at seven and Stanton at eight. So they're both – I would take both of those I guys. thought you had Stanton above Judge. Mm-mm. Go look at your top 300. Once, I think your 300 uh, says different. Well, my, I'm though. looking at my outfield ranks, and I got Judge and then Stanton. Well, that's why I so. said you're 300. I could be wrong. I could be 100% wrong. I just thought I looked at your on our Patreon ranks, and I saw Stanton above Judge. Um, nope. You Judge is 16, Stanton's 17. So. Okay. Well, you got your boys. You got your boys. All right. I'm going to go. I've got another kind of middle outfielder. This is definitely my brand. Exact opposite of Bogman. Yasiel Puig. Yasiel yeah. Puig, 100%. I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't disagree that he's a— uh, well player, right? I moved him. No, no, I moved him up significantly in my rankings because my my problem was playing time, and he seems to be the only safe outfielder. So in in Cincinnati, I want all the shares I can. Power speed combo. He looks great. Look, I I mean, just prime spot for him to be in. I love the patient hitters that are going to be in front of him, and he gets to hit behind Suarez and Votto. I love the opportunity there. Also, the power speed is exactly what we want. Five tool. He's set up. Love the Reds offense. Um, he's a. I don't know where my shares are at on him. Probably not enough, if any, to be honest with you, but, uh, because he was going crazy high. But if you want a branded player, Puig would be my second outfielder. So my. So it's. I went kind of cheap on my infield for the most part. Outside of what was the one position I went? Oh, I had Goldie, and then everything else was pretty cheap as far as second and shortstop. Which, by the way, it's kind of how I've been putting a lot of teams together. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty expensive so far in the outfield. So who's your second branded outfielder? David Peralta. I mean, oh, I think yeah, yeah, everyone right. who listens 
knows that it's easily David Peralta. I mean, I, I you know, I love this duty at 293 last year. Uh, I expect regression. I'm not stupid. You know, I don't think he's going to hit 30 homers again. Uh, I think the the runs are probably fine at 75. The RBIs are probably in the 80s, especially since he's hitting, you know, he's going to be fair, fairly locked in in that three hole for the D-backs this year, it looks like. So uh, I, I love David Peralta. And uh, I, he's got a lot of power. And a lot of people forget, and I keep making this point just in case you haven't heard it. He was a, a pitcher for a long time. He came up uh, with the the Cardinals as a pitcher, uh, tore up his, his arm, uh, and had to go back through the independent leagues before he came back up as a hitter. So, yeah, he's 31 years old. But as he's a young, he's young for a hitter. So this is a guy that has been making adjustments and he's kind of hitting his prime as a hitter right now. So uh, I am a huge David Peralta fan and I, I will try to own him in every league. I think the third one might be I mean, you might go a different direction. Got to go deep dive here. Well, or? no, I was going to go deep dive. I, I'm kind of having a struggle with it because I think there's some guys, but I don't know how aggressive I got, you know, shares wise. I got a lot of Adam Jones. Um, I like Jesse Winker. I think that's someone, uh, Manny Margot, people might kind of throw in as, as one of my guys. But I don't see a whole bunch of guys that I would sit and label as a branded player. But someone that I really, really want a lot of shares of, and I feel personally, there's two of these guys here. And I'm going to let you choose the one, Boggs, because I think these are the guys I would pair. And this is a pretty hefty Welsh outfield. It's got to be Robles or Brantley. Like, I love freaking Brantley. I think he's going to have career highs this year. And I love Robles because he's a cheaper Lorenzo Kane. So I'm going to ask you, what do you think is more the Welsh-branded outfield? I, I think, you know, I think it's more Robles because I think Robles is a player that some people can be split on. He's supposed to hit, you know, uh, low in that Washington lineup. But most of us know that Adam Eaton's going to get hurt at some point and he'll slide up there. Uh, to, to the top of the list. And you have been making that Lorenzo Cain, Victor Robles comparison. And I think it's a good comparison to make. Uh, who was the guy? I can't remember who the guy. Oh, I made the Springer and McCutcheon argument the other day. It's kind of like this, the, the same thing. And I, I really liked your, your one with Robles. So Robles is a guy that's going to come into the season, hit eight, could easily be finishing the season up at the top of that lineup with Adam Eaton up at the top. Yo, who and we legit. know is... is Injury plague. If I had an outfield of, if I had Acuna, Puig, and Robles to start, like, I'd be really happy. I'm actually really happy with this team that I've drafted so far. I got Goldie, I've got Acuna. I'm happy with what is uh, playing out here. All right, so (laughs) you got top tier players. I got some top tier players with some some lower value. We'll see how I uh, build my pitching. (laughs) Uh, What do you think here? What's the third outfielder for the Brandon Bogman team? For me, for this year, it's Kepler. Uh, I love you know Kepler has always had power. He's probably not going to hit for a great average. It was 224 last year. Uh, I'm hoping he can come up to the 245-ish range. But also just the players that have been put in front of him this year, I'm loving. They added Nelson Cruz, got Jorge Polanco coming back from his cheating, cheating this, hitting at the top of that lineup. Um, you know, I I love Kepler cleaning up all this stuff, you know, Um but, uh, wow, actually, is he going to move to the top of the lineup? Kepler? Dude, Roster Resource has him leading off. Oh, I mean. Oh, 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 <laughs> get out of here Let's go. I like that even more. Like, I like him driving in these guys, but if he's going to have more at-bats at the top of that lineup, probably because he gets walked a bunch, then I'm all about that. So <laughs> I mean, get out of here with that nonsense. They got Kepler leading off with 
Polanco, Cruz, Rosario, and Kron. You know, another one that I think you and I kind of have is just another throwaway. I feel like you and I have both been very um, uh, Ian Happ. Ian Happ, yeah. I mean, he's a good flyer one for sure. A guy that's going to, you know, hit in. He's kind of forgotten about. And I think it's always it's always good to take a flyer. I've also taken a bunch of Jay Bruce. Well, I was about to know. say, you, you know what? You've kind of had the other guy, Ben Zobrist. That's been yeah, your been other ben one. Zobrist, too. It looks like he's going to hit lead off of them. Yeah, Zobrist. I think Russell's going to come back. But Addison Russell, nah, I don't know. Yeah. I well, overall. We've still got our starting pitchers and relief pitchers to talk about. So uh, I guess we're going to finish this hour out. We're just building the uh, branded Bogman and Welsh uh, team. The roster looks pretty good. I'm going to have to figure out who the hell we have when we review it here. So don't go anywhere. Final segment coming up. Bogman and Welsh in this league. Don't you go anywhere. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Once you're done drafting your season-long fantasy baseball teams and the Major League Baseball season is in full swing, it's time to swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball with DailyRoto.com. Who is looking to make someone their eighth millionaire winner? If you're playing MLB DFS on DraftKings or FanDuel and not using DailyRoto.com to help you set your lineups, you're doing it wrong. Save 10% on winning MLB DFS advice with an early bird special using promo code FNTSY where you'll get lineup alerts and weather updates fantasy projections, and millionaire creating lineup optimizers. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use promo code FATSY and get your 10% early bird discount today. In this league. I thought we were going to be just friends. What? Friends is in the... In this league. In the dark. They do. Friends listen to In This League. And they listen to Stan. In the Stan. Well, that song goes about to try to do it, but I forgot it. <laughs> it's the one where... Isn't uh, he writing the song? Dido. Dido is singing it. Yeah, he's the, the letter. Yep. The dream cover. Dear Stan, I'm writing you blah, 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 blah. Right? But you still ain't calling. Is that it? I left my cell, my pager, and my home phone at the bottom. Okay. <laughs> This is really good. This is you don't remember that? No, I remember. I, like, dude, I can't. I don't want to start singing a Eminem song because it's like I could be two lyrics in and not and lose a hundred dollars just like that. You know, <laughs> sing it, sing it. Nope. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> go acapella. Let's go. I remember, yeah. like, it, I think it's always funny when you get like an artist that comes in with like a hip hop artist. Like Dido, <laughs> Dido is nothing. Like, I don't know what Dido has ever done. Besides that, <laughs> except the actual song that that hook is taken from. I remember hearing it one time and I was like, oh, here we go. And then like the beat it's never dropped, like song. Eminem right. never got in. I'm like, oh, this is stupid. This is actual song. This, is dumb. <laughs> this isn't a song about a guy, uh, you know, driving his wife over a bridge. It's like, yeah, exactly. It's like the same thing whenever I hear the, oh man, whoever, <laughs> whoever, remember Puffy's the uh, more money that, oh. I'm coming. <laughs> when you hear like the yeah. real song of like a rap song, you're like, this is stupid. <laughs> or when uh, they're just singing, there's like a jingle song, like the someone's watching me, you know? Yeah. 
the Geico commercial. So and you actually hear the song, you're like, I'm, I was just trying to say 15% or more. Like, yeah. I don't I don't need to hear all this. That's kind of a disappointment. So uh, we've been building the um, Welsh and Bogman Stan team. That's what we've been Stan. doing. What is your team so far? The branded team. <clears throat> this is the Bogman branded you're gonna team. You're going to make me remember them, huh? Your catcher was Beef. Yep. Your first baseman was Jesus Aguilar. Yep. I don't remember. Your, a second was Wit. Yet. Short was, yet. <laughs> Short was yet. Peraza. Yet. And your third baseman was. Yet. You're the guy from Storage Wars. Yep. Yep. What just, I don't, I don't know who your third baseman I've was. I've never seen Storage Wars once. Really? By the way. I, I, I'll go through Marathon. I haven't watched it in like two years, but I used to watch it. Brian Anderson. <laughs> I mean, 100. Have we talked about our third baseman? Who was it? Yeah, it was Brian Anderson. Oh, was it really? Yeah, well, I mean, it was, it was, yeah, it, uh, was. it is, it Suarez. is, but it's but, Brian Anderson, but it's Brian Anderson. Okay. And then um, who are my, who are my outfielders? The Welsh? Oh, Come on. Crap. Your outfielders were, okay. Stanton. What we just did. I know yeah. Stanton. Right. Peralta. Yep. Yep. And, uh, yep. And Kepler. Hit, uh, Kepler. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. My, uh, who was my Who was my team then? You repeat. I have mine. no idea. I don't know. Any I just of got them. your entire team, but your third baseman pretty much. So you tell me yeah. my team. Who was my catcher? Your catcher was Jason Kendall. You're the worst. Um, Come on, really? <laughs> your first baseman. Who was, was my Travis catcher? Lee. Uh, your catcher was Chirinos. Okay, who was my first baseman? Uh, your first baseman <laughs> was was it Miggy? It's the sound of someone. <laughs> Goldie. Go. Okay. Okay. I forgot Goldie. Okay. Second. Uh, second. Was oh my god! Oh god! The it was worst somebody, co-host on, on the somebody planet. Somebody crappy though. Yeah, it was somebody not good. It was Kettle Marte. Yep. I just have to see the name to remember. Okay, who's my uh, shortstop? Your shortstop. Hold on, I just have to see the name. What hold a on. great brand I have. Uh, yeah, the person I co-host a show with. Yeah, I do a show with you like 15 hours a week. We record stuff. You can't even remember my branded players. Willie Adamas. Yes. Jeez, well, you know, it's not like you, you've been uh, hashtagging all your stuff. Branded players. <laughs> you dick. We just did this just now. <laughs> and, and you should so have remembered it because it was just now. Your third baseman was as Dribble Cabrera, of course. Everyone <laughs> as knows. Dribble, that. of course. No, uh, yeah, was my third exactly. baseman. Um, your th- was it someone good or was it someone mediocre? I think it was someone kind of good. You said the medium. you were going to do Suarez. I remember that. Yeah. Then you switched to Matt Chapman. That's, That's what it. There you go. And then my outfield. outfield is Ronald Acuna. Yeah. Um, Victor Robles. Yeah. And the other guy. <laughs> yeah. Who is, hold on, hold on, hold on, Yasiel Puig. Look at that. Pulling Look teeth, at that. But sure, we got it. 100%. Yep. Of, keep it, keep 100. it 100, Bogman. Keep, keep it 100. 100. That's right. All right. Um, starting pitchers. I, we probably got to pick three, right? Uh, we probably do more than that. I mean, well, starting pitchers. Let's at, least, do three. That's at um, least. Maybe we'll do another. So you started off. Who is your number one branded starting pitcher? I don't have too many upper echelon guys, but if I have to pick an upper echelon to start, it's Chris Sale. That's the guy that I invested the most in as far as these upper echelon guys go. Between him and Cole, but I would say Sale is probably my number one guy. I'll go at my top, and again, I'm with you. I don't have a ton of the upper echelon players, but Aaron Nola would probably be the top uh, branded player. I want shares of Noah Syndergaard, but I'm a big uh, Aaron Nola guy. That that would be my brand. Now, agreed, you and I probably don't live in that whole world a whole bunch. Let's go into the middle. Let's go into these middle ranges. Who is uh, Bogman's branded number two pitcher? 
Cor- uh, Corbin is easily my number two pitcher by a lot. I got him ranked really high, number 13 uh, overall in starting pitchers for me. So, and I and I own a ton of shares of him. And I did last year, too. And once again, I understand I expect him to come back down to earth just like everybody else does. I don't think he's going to have, you know, close to 250 strikeouts again. But I think 215 to 220 strikeouts, maybe the ERA bumps up a little bit from 315 to, you know, 335. I think he's still going to be really good. Easily. My number two has to be Clayton Kershaw. Yes. I mean, uh, if I would not have Kershaw on my brand, it wouldn't work. And it's unfortunate because Kylie Carlos Martinez is also my brand, but I'm not going to use them in this episode. But, um, yeah, Clayton Kershaw is guaranteed the second of my branded pitchers because he comes at a huge discount. I've said it at nauseum, and it just it it doesn't sit well right now because, you know, he was already injured in spring training. He's going to start the year on the IL. But my biggest argument has always been when he is out there, he's dominant. Velocity has dipped. It's a concern. You know, he made a concerted effort to work towards health and velocity. And unfortunately with the health coming back, I do think that's going to have an effect on him experimenting with anything to try to have improved velocity. So, you know, you might not see, um, but see, that's the big thing here. Like I come back to it, even though the, you know, the, some of the peripherals dropped, it didn't matter. He was still rocking a sub two ERA. Well, I'm just saying he's rocking a sub two ERA. What, what's your problem? I'm, I'm doing the stand. You are standing the crap. Out. No, I'm just trying to say it's like, I've said all of my arguments about him, but the thing that I sit with with him is like I want the velocity to come up, but even if it doesn't, he's not suffering. He's not struggling. It's just he has to be out there, but he's my brand of player. Yes, all you need for Kershaw is for him to be on the mound. Yeah, exactly. Physically. That's it. If he's out there, he's going to be good until he's not good. You know, until he has a season where he comes in and he sucks, you just have to say that. Yeah. You just have to say, look, as long as he's out there, he's good. My problem is I just have no idea how many starts he's actually going to get because he's got this shoulder thing and he already had the back thing. So uh, that is why I worry about Kershaw. If he drops, I would take him. But any league that I'm in with the Welsh, he doesn't drop. Well, I no. know the Welsh will take him. So uh, my third is you, Darvish. I mean, is yeah. that a question? No, Has it's it definitely not. A question for me. It's I mean. not. That's your guy. I mean, I, I would almost argue that like that's one of my guys too. Like I really love it, but this is the same scenario where I, you can't have Kershaw because of me. I can't have you because of you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Lol. It's it's you, not me. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's always you <laughs> is the problem. Why I can't have you. Uh, I mean, Darvish, and I know every single Darvish owner saw you know what happened. Uh, last week, and you had a blister, and they just go, oh, God. oh, God, here it goes again. But he, I mean, he's saying that he's going to be ready for opening day. So <laughs> I think we got to saying he's going to be healthy this year. <laughs> well, he threw a bullpen session. How about that? And uh, he said he's good to go. And his was just a blister. It wasn't a shoulder. That's so true. I think we can deal with a blister. Unless, unless your name is Rich Hill, I think you're fine with blisters. So. I, I think he'll be okay. I really struggle with the rest of this. I'm not sure I have a bunch of, I mean, you can tell me different branded guys, like maybe Robbie Ray, but I haven't owned shares of Robbie Ray. Chris Archer is probably part of my brand, unfortunately. Matt Harvey no, this no, year no, for no. you. Not Matt Harvey. But Carlos is, Martinez. I know Carlos Martinez. I'm going to go with um, with Chris Archer as another one of those guys because I really okay. like, I think Archer is part of my brand. But then when you come down here, like are we only doing three or are we going to do another? 
We could do a couple more, I think. Well, because, I mean, I guess I'm going to just throw a couple out here because this is where I don't think there's definitives. I'm into the values in this range. Um, With the oh, values you like, you don't have to put them in your your brand staff. Well, I do have a branded guy. So let's just put Archer as my other brand, and I'll just okay. jump to my fourth. There are some guys I like just mentioning them that I would be drafting. Uh, Tyler Glass now. I don't think he's part of my brand, but I absolutely love him. I like the deal on Keuchel, even though I know it's a risk. I am drafting Carlos Martinez later because it's a deal. But here's an absolute branded player, Boggs. Chris Paddock. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's a me-branded player for sure. Yep. I've got plenty of shares. I don't know how many they are. And he has a very high likelihood of breaking camp in the rotation. He will be limited some this year, which is going to overall limit his value. But the starts that you are going to get, I think, are going to be pretty, pretty damn good. So that would be number four for me. I like uh, an injured player like the Welsh does, Alex Wood. Got a lot of Alex Wood shares. I like him getting out of L.A. Is this your they... brand or just some players you like? No, no. I I, I mean, I think I've taken Alex Wood all over the place. Uh, he's definitely a guy that I want to own this year. And, uh, I mean, more shtick than anything uh, as far as betting and stuff like that between you and me go. But uh, Ross Stripling, I do have yeah. – I don't have a ton of shares of Ross Stripling. But I, I do buy into him. I mean, you know, him and Urias uh, are found their way to the to the rotation to start out for the Dodgers because there's so many Clayton's hurt. And then, um, you know, blister God, Rich Hill yeah. is also hurt. And you I lost one of your brand players, them. by the way. That was Josh. Who, who did I lose? Josh James. Yeah, I, I definitely would have been Josh James, but he got hurt early, and A.J. Hinch said that he wasn't going to be in the rotation. So I do – you know what? I I've, I own him in a, in a couple spots for sure. I'm still taking that risk a little bit on him and uh, hoping someone will drop out of that rotation. We'll see you if it winds up happening. A funny one. I'm not going to say who this is because we're going to talk about it on the share show, but there's a pitcher on the share show that I <clears> think <throat> is my number one shared player. And I'm in a couple drafts <laughs> right now, and he's available, and I'm purposely not taking him just because of it, because I'm embarrassed when we get into the episode. Like you I literally just took him in one. I swear you just no. Took I just him pa- in draft. I passed on. I passed on him in the both of the black book leagues. I passed on him, no, or maybe you didn't. one of them. Maybe one of them. Yeah, because there was somebody. I have him in the other one. Crap about it. Yeah, I so. have him. In, <laughs> I have him in the other one. That's right. And um, I literally didn't take him in the other black book league yet. <laughs> Just because I'm embarrassed at how many shares it's going to be, and he might be one of those branded mm. players. And I wish I tell stop. you what, when I was putting that together, I was like, mm, "This makes me feel better about the shares of the players that I have." Yeah, because I got a lot of them. Yeah, that's what happens. That's what's so fun about the shares episode is it's not about being like, "Hey, I got five shares of uh, Mike Trout." And it's like, oh, okay. the hormone monsters represent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, let me tell you something. I've got all the shares of Mookie Betts. Mookie Betts. <laughs> In real anal. Those are the things I have all the shares of. I got all the shares of Brad Hand, too. I got a handy and a Brad Hand. <laughs> what I like to do. Come on. Come on, Kevin. What's the what's the guy's name? Andrew. Come on, Andrew. Let's go get some uh let's get some Mookie. Um let's go closers. Who let's do two of them. Who's your branded close? I, I, I mean I feel like you just picked two top names for you. You are all about taking the. You are all about Trinan and Edwin Diaz. But who yeah. do you say you have? I mean, the the top guy. I, I do have a decent amount of shares of Edwin. I've started the run a couple times, um, but I like Chapman. You know, yeah, that's uh, true. Uh, I, I I've always liked Chapman. He always has a shot to be the number one overall closer just because of that that fire that he throws. So definitely him. And a second one, 
I don't know if I, I have a ton of share. I don't think I have a second one, really. I guess if I had to pick one, I got a ton of shares of Ken Giles, so I guess he would be my second guy. Mm, sounds convincing. Uh, yeah, I'm not like I don't know. I just I try to get Diaz and Trinan or Diaz. You, and you missed your second guy, Jansen. No, uh, who, who you, is a, you have an easy branded number two guy. Who is Alvarado? Oh, Alvarado. Yeah, for the song. Of Why course. don't you say Rap more games? You've been out. Need of Colin Pachi. <laughs> been out pitching the eighth <laughs> when you should be in the ninth. <laughs> I hope that doesn't become a song for real. <laughs> it yeah. look like a bunch of silly geese dead there. <laughs> oh, plural. <laughs> the geese. Uh, the, Alvarado the is 100 percent your second branded closer. OK. Yeah. Yeah. For the song. For the song. Um, This is tougher for me. I like Kenley Jansen. I think he's part of it, but I'm not aggressive. Doolittle at one point was my brand and then I kind of came off it. So I don't know if I get to own him. I'll, I'll say this. Rysel Iglesias was a part of my brand. Mm-hmm. Love him. Love him. A little worried what they talked about with the leverage situation. Sure hope that doesn't happen. I know that, who the second guy is for you, by the way. Oh, really? Essie um, Pants. The what? Essie Pants. Ar- Archie's guy. Well, Archie's, I think, my shares. I'm not sure he's my brand. S though. Pants Archie is uh, is absolutely your guy. Is he? Okay. Because, to be frank, <clears throat> I just sit in whoever's at the bottom. Like, if I get Robertson, Allen... Hicks, Bradley, Strope, I want a lot of shares of. I mean, I just don't know if I have branded players. Iglesias is a branded player of mine. I like Kirby Yates, but I'll go with I'll go with that. Iglesias and Bradley are my two. And they're, I, dude, I know they're going to give the job to Greg Holland. I just <laughs> know it. And it well, is going to infuriate me. It's uh, March 23rd here, and uh, they haven't come out and announced who the closer is. It so is I, I do not like that at all. It's going to infuriate me. It is, it's going to be the second year this has happened with Bradley. It'll be it. I took a picture with Bradley because I trusted him. This can't happen to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, you took a picture with him, so better be your best friend ever now. I sh- I wish there was something I could you do Clayton with that picture. Kershaw, you got to defend him because you took a picture with him. I need to um, make Anyone it a Anyone that you take a picture with is your brand. Yeah, because I take a picture with him because I like oh, the guy. Oh, God. I, I hate help that. It. I can't help it. Uh, I'm going to make that into a card, me and Archie, and I'm going to send it to you. You know what you should do? And and this is, I don't know why I'm doing this to myself, but you should Photoshop something on him for every holiday. Like uh, there's there's just fireworks behind you for the 4th of July. You can do like some bunny ears <laughs> Listen, right now for I Easter. need someone. You can get that out. Go onto my um, Twitter, take that picture, and someone, will you just <laughs> do them all? Do them all for me right now. Save me all the. I'll take um, Box Day. What is that like? Boxing Day. Day. (laughs) Yeah, I'll take uh, Flag Day. Give me them all. Every single one of them. Give me them so I can send those out. I will. As Bogman is going to eat and do a video at Carl's Jr. every Diamondbacks loss. I will do that for every (laughs) single holiday. You should just send it to my. Like you should literally make a postcard and send it to my apartment. I, I would totally do it. So, all right, guys, that's the episode. Guess what? If you guys have any last-minute draft stuff, you can get our book, 99 Fantasy Baseball Player Debates on Amazon. You can get the Kindle or paperback if you wanted it or the PDF at InThisLeague.com. You can also check all the podcasts we got. We got all, tons and tons of draft prep. I promise you, you'll be set up. And we'll be uh, hitting you up this week. We got lots of good stuff as the season starts. Multi-sport stuff. We got you covered. That's Bogman. I'm the Welsh. Thank you guys for listening in. Talk to you guys next week. Peace. See ya.